Welcome to Activations with JJ Ascension School Part 1. Hello my friends, I am so excited for this new series that I am about to launch. As I mentioned, it is called Ascension School. And it's really funny because those of you who have been with me for a while know that I actually had a series called Ascension Diaries. And I mentioned last week, and and for those of you who are listening later, I mentioned in November 2021 that I may be bringing back some of the Ascension Diaries. So as I sat down to do it, I realized that I wanted to do something a little bit different. The intention behind Ascension School is to be more informative and a little less just my opinion. I'm going to be using some different resources. I have been a lifelong student of sorts. I love academics. <laughs> I'm kind of one of those weird people who love school. Um, I, I really enjoyed being in school. I have advanced degrees because I love school so much. I even taught. Um, I liked being a teacher because I was still in that field. And so this kind of fits right along with who I am and who I've been throughout my life, but it just puts a spiritual twist on it. So for those of you who don't have hours and hours and hours to pour through texts and channeled uh, books, uh, this is kind of going to be a way for me to compile what I am drawn to and to compress it into kind of a more condensed format so that you can get the highlights of the different resources that I'm using. In addition to using, obviously, outside resources like books, as I mentioned, I do want to bring in channeled information. Most of that I will be tapping in through the Akashic Records. And so as I tap into the Akashic Records, I will be accessing histories and all kinds of information that will allow us to learn more. Now, in traditional academics, if you have been in that world you know that there is a lot of seeking of quote-unquote truth. This can be done through research or through analysis, but the end-all know-all is kind of to do that. Now, if you go into some humanities and arts, some of it is just beauty for the sake of beauty or art for the sake of art, but we're going to go with like the science, math type realms as I do this comparison. Some of us have programming. I've mentioned this a lot cultural programming, subconscious programming from being involved in systems throughout our life, whether those systems be religious or government or academic in nature, there is programming that occurred, especially in a system like education, a system that most of us have been in since or were in from a very young age and where our minds were easy to mold so I want to take a moment and just address the issue of studying and scholarly pursuits. And I want to reframe it for you for a second. I've told you this before, but just because something comes through a channeled way, whether it's me channeling something or it's a book I'm reading that was channeled, I want you to remember that you still have the right to assert your sovereignty and to use your free will to either co-create and agree with that or even just entertain that thought. You don't have to subscribe to it wholeheartedly, but you can 
entertain that thought, play with it in your mind. Seeking truth is more something I think that's kind of in a a dualistic world. Because in a dualistic world, there's truth and there's falsehood. And a lot of that is also ingrained in us from religion. But I want you to see what I am doing is more creating a banquet for you to feast from. In fact, there's an interesting blog article that I wrote a while back about a banquet and how I felt that we were being presented with a banquet to feast from. Truth is multidimensional, if, if that's one way maybe that you can understand it better. Truth is multidimensional. Truth is all things, and all things are truth. And I said that in, a, in an episode a couple of weeks ago. I, that's my personal belief. <laughs> and again, this kind of is one of those times where we are starting to stand on our own two feet with regards to the information that we co-create because it is a co-creation. You listening to this podcast is a co-creation. We are co-creating a certain reality together. And at any moment in time, any person may decide not to co-create this reality any longer. And some people might see that as not believing in something anymore. But I don't like to make it that dramatic. It's just playing. We're all playing in a sandbox when it comes down to it. You all know I don't try to take things too seriously. I feel like for a large, well, the first part of my spiritual journey, I took things way too seriously. And I don't, that's not fun for me. I don't like doing that anymore. And so I step into this world. I play in the sandbox. And then I step out of it sometimes to be more grounded in my life. But overall, if I'm not getting joy from something, then I just stop co-creating that. So that might include like listening to a podcast or watching or reading people's social media posts that I just don't want to co-create anymore. Some of, some of it's fun. Some of the conspiracy theory stuff that I really got into, let me tell you, I was into it a lot, was fun to be in. But I've chosen not to step into that anymore. And you can. I, I 100% believe it was part of my journey. So it's up to you what you want to do. The same is to be said with my Ascension School. I don't want to make it be like I am an authority and you are the pupil that has to believe everything that I say. We're doing this together. We're equals and we're co-creating together. So these are all paint colors for you to paint with. When I present ideas, you take them and you do with them what you would like. But I hope that it's fun for you to be able to explore these ideas. And my intention with it is partly just to be fun and creative, but also to help us to undo some of the programming that we've had. And some of it you may not even realize that you have about what life is, about what we're doing here on this planet, it's to present other ideas so that we don't feel stuck in one lane. I think some of us still have so much subconscious programming that's making us feel stuck and limited. And so I'm going to set that intention that this series of episodes helps you to open up your mind so that you don't feel so trapped and limited, okay? So if you want to go on this ride with me, keep listening. If not, you can listen to my other podcasts, my energy updates and things. 
but I want to launch this one by talking about the month of December. Most of what I do in December 2021 will be focused on upgrading DNA, and most of that will happen on the 12th of December, although I will be doing some end-of-month activations on the 31st and 1st of the year. I know people might be wondering why I'm not using the solstice, but that's just what I chose to do. So 12-12 was important to me because we have 12 sets of DNA, so 24 strands altogether, and I'll talk about that when I talk about this book. And immediately what popped into my mind was the 12-12, we're going to set the intention to upgrade our DNA and to activate additional strands of DNA. So what I've set up is a couple of different gatherings and some individual sessions. What those are going to look like is in the morning of 12-12, now this is in the States, so it might be different for you if you're in a different part of the world, but in the morning for the States, the activation will be guided by the Pleiadians, and it will be a Pleiadian DNA activation. Now, after that, I'm opening up the entire day to 30-minute one-on-one sessions. What am I doing in those 30-minute one-on-one sessions? Well, for those of you who did the 11-11 activations, it's a little bit different, okay? What I'm doing for those is, and you'll kind of learn a little bit about this when I read from the Sal Rochelle book here in a moment, we all have cosmic DNA. I will be reading your cosmic DNA, giving you a reading of that through channeling your higher self and the Akashic Records, and the best part is, I will be recording a about five-minute light language activation that I do live for you right there and then in channel that's personalized to you. I'll be recording it, turning into a 10-minute loop, and sending you the MP3. So it is a, an amazing offering, the best way that I could figure out to help you upgrade your DNA. I only have a limited number of spots, so check out the links below. Sign up for these half-hour sessions. They're only 30 minutes. And then at the end of the day on 12-12, I'll be doing an Arcturian Circle of 12, which you know I normally do Arcturian Circle of 8. It came to me to harness the power of the 12 and do an Arcturian Circle of 12. With me, that leaves only 11 spots open. So if you want to do that, you maybe need to hop on right now and get signed up so that that doesn't fill up too fast. But I do know that who needs to be there will be there. So in addition to that, keep an eye out for something I'll be doing on the 31st and 1st. So December 31st, January 1st. I will be doing something. I'm still kind of tapping into what I want to do. I think I need to get December launched before I decide what it is. But it is going to be extremely powerful. I can feel being, I'm led to it. All right, let's get into the school portion of Ascension School by talking about our DNA. And in the book, Sal Rochelle's Earth Changes and Beyond, that he channeled from the founders is where I'm going to get this information. Plus, I'm going to add in my sort of thoughts about it and stop and go here. So In the book, there's a section called the 24-strand DNA model, and that's the portion I'm kind of reading from. So basically, your DNA is composed of 24 strands or 12 pairs. As I mentioned before, 12-12, the date, is significant and related to that. 
And as you evolve up the spiral of evolution into the higher densities, that's when the strands become activated. So if you're at eighth density, you'll have eight pairs of DNA activated. And obviously, if you're at third density, you'll have three activated. I actually have channeled before about myself how many strands I personally have activated. And I plan on doing that in your 30-minute one-on-one session if you choose to book one of those. I will read your DNA to see how many strands are activated at this moment in time. What this book mentions is how important it is to go in sequence as you activate your DNA. And I completely and 100% know that. It's just like my multidimensional soul integration. I know that there's a sequence and a process for it. And spirit has told me not to be haphazard with it because it can have some negative effects. So my intention is to make sure that we are going in sequence for you. In order to experience 12th density, the book says, you need 24 strands of DNA activated. So all 12 pairs of your DNA must be functioning fully in order to experience 12th density. And even 12th density has a form, but it's not humanoid. Seventh density is the highest level of human form. And levels eight and nine are kind of in and out. I feel like some of us have probably seen them. It's not like a ghost, but kind of just like colors flowing around. And one thing that really stood out to me that the book says is, there are techniques on your planet designed to change and mutate your DNA strands and activate all 12 pairs. We will not give a detailed analysis of the effectiveness of the methods being taught on your world as that would require more space than we have available in this book. As with any other investigation, you need to use discernment when exploring techniques for activating dormant DNA strands. That, for me, was really interesting because, again, I feel like we need to only go as fast as our bodies will go. This is the the same thing I was mentioning about soul integration. I feel like one of my sort of areas of expertise is making sure that our physical bodies are ready for what we want to do energetically. And again, it's partly because I have my experiences with having to reconcile between the spiritual and the physical and feeling like I'm always in a hurry trying to get these spiritual ascension things done and then learning later that it's important to be deliberate, intentional, and sometimes go slowly. Moving on in the book, it says, Dear creators, the strands of DNA are either activated or they are not. If they are activated, you are creating a body that corresponds to the number of strands that are activated. And again, you guys heard me say about the numbers, three strands, third third density, four strands, fourth density. The founders say, Your scientists are generally only able to measure one double helix, the one for third density, The others are phase-shifted slightly to correspond to the frequencies necessary to activate the codes and keys for each level or density. There is a way to detect how many strands have been activated, which we will give you at a later, later date. And then they talk about how some of our biologists have stumbled upon ways to measure the additional strands. And by the way, I was looking on the internet about DNA strands, and I did find a study that talked about this and about how they had found additional strands. This was like a real scientific journal. They kind of felt like it was a mutation, but they did find it. So uh, it talks about how you can reprogram your DNA to activate all 24 strands, but you can't take shortcuts. Again, I just said that. 
Why? Why can't we take shortcuts? Why can't we just race to the top? Well, you guys, every level, and, and this is what the founders say too, every level of evolution, every density has something for us. That's why source fragmented itself so it could experience every level. It's not because it wanted to race back to the highest density. We tend to put the higher densities on a pedestal, but that's not how they're seen. They are seen as rich experiences in and of themselves. And I know a lot of us are here on the planet like, what are you talking about? There's like suffering and there's a lot of hard stuff going on on the planet right now. But honestly, we chose to experience this. You can't experience a body like this anywhere else. As weird and hard as it is sometimes to have these human flesh bodies, this is something we chose to have. All right. So interestingly enough, um, it continues to talk about you are magnificent creators created in the image and likeness of your supreme creator, and you are capable of doing everything in the universe. You are the children of the creator growing up and leaving home, and therefore you have all of the abilities and attributes of your father, mother, God. I see that as we're soul fragments of source. But it says, that does not mean you will be able to activate all your strands instantly. There will still be a necessity to raise your vibration one density at a time until you are able to grasp the whole magnificence of your being. It is your divine will to experience the intricacies of creation and to skip soul lessons in an impatient desire to get to level 12 will not serve you. Now I'm going to jump in here because I think it's interesting that Sal Rochelle has the founders channeling this. In my opinion, there are a lot of people in the spiritual community who feel that is important to jump way to a high density, to get there really fast, to go through ascension quickly. I've, I've said this before, and many of you know, I do not um, dismiss the importance of our human, even 3D or 4D, whatever you consider us to be in right now, experience. It is extremely important, and it is of value. And so I don't also believe in rushing anything. I do always set the intention when I do my sessions that we do what is for your greatest and highest good. So that being said, as you continue to move forward in your ascension journey, think about the pace that you're going. If you're impatient, kind of sit back and be present. Sit back and be present. I think so for so long when I started my journey, my awakening, I felt like I was in a race. Like I said before, I felt like I was in a race to activate my light body, activate my DNA, um, come into a certain realm or astral project to a certain place. But now I realize that playing in the dirt, doing mundane things like cleaning toilets are just extremely unique to this experience. And I've started appreciating them more. So let's think about that as we launch this month of December. And again, I'm going to mention this in my special December episode, but I hope that some of this information gives you something to think about and ponder. I will not read this entire book on these episodes, so I highly recommend you grab the book if this was interesting to you and you think, ooh, I want to keep reading about it. I will leave a link here in the description of the podcast or video. And I really hope that you can kind of read along with me because as I go, I'll be getting other snippets from this book and from several Dolores Cannon books. Those are kind of going to be my main resources for now. If you know of any other books that I should read or that I should refer to in my Ascension School, 
I would be happy to get suggestions because this is co-creating. So thank you again for being here with me for this long Ascension School episode, but I hope it felt educational, informative to you. You can let this all simmer and decide where you land with it and just have fun. As always, the divine creator that I am honors the divine creator that you are. Namaste. Namaste.